Welcome Builders from Lakeland, Florida. This is the Build Your Success Leadership Podcast with your host, Brian Brogen. We're going to empower and equip you to build yourself and then build others. Now, let's build up with your host, Brian Brogen. Welcome, Builders. It's great to have you on the Build Your Success Podcast today. Appreciate everyone that listens to the podcast. We're growing, got a growing audience. We've got some great people that have took the time to, to be interviewed on our podcast. And we've got another great person today. I have Michael Bowman on the podcast today. Michael and I are going to be discussing leaving a legacy. But let me tell you a little bit about Michael first. Michael has been a pastor. He's been a life coach, public speaker. He's been a driller and a safety guy. He is currently the safety manager at Turner Mining Group. Welcome, Michael, to the podcast. Thank you very much, man. I'm excited to be here anytime that people want to talk, especially about legacies and life, man. I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, and, and as, as you and I both know, we became familiar with each other on LinkedIn, and, and that was actually my first interaction with someone from Turner Mining Group. And uh, you're the first guy I saw and the first guy I saw posting there. As a result of really? that, yeah, I became aware of Keaton and then got to interview Keaton a few podcasts ago. So, but, but what you guys are doing with culture over Turner Mining is raising the bar for the rest of us. You got to act in employee culture. Just kudos for that, man. Well, I'd say it's not easy. You know, when you're building from something that you, when you have no template, it's, 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 it's been hard work. There's been days where I wanted to quit. I was just like, I'm giving up. <laughs> But then you realize you know, the importance of what you're doing and, and how profound it is. We're, I've worked in the mining industry before, and, and coming here, we're just trying to build something that's that that uh, you know, if you're a baseball player, you're swinging for the fences every time you're going up. But we strike out. Babe Ruth struck struck out a lot. You know, he's a home run king, but he also struck out a lot. And so we do. But man, at least we're trying. Whereas other companies, it's more of a meat grinder. They put you through, they put you through, and if you make it, you make it, you don't, you don't. It's just not about that here. And uh, it's hard work, but, man, it's worth the endeavor. Anything worth doing is always going to be hard. And um, I couldn't be more pleased with the trajectory that we're heading and, and trying to uplift Keaton Turner's vision and uh, moving forward. Uh, I'm just pumped about what this company is going to look like in 15 years. Well, I see exciting things ahead. Just again, all many of your employees are making these active social posts on LinkedIn, being very excited, even bragging about what they're doing out there. It's encouraging, and it's great to see. Of course, your post on LinkedIn, as I told you in our, our previous call, it, I'm excited that you're going to talk about this legacy building. It, it's definitely a passion for you. I hear you say it at the end of most of your little video clips. So let's dive right into that. Uh, Michael, what, what does a legacy mean? A legacy means, if you look at the definition of it, it talks about financial, pretty much. That's the base of what that, that means. It's the financial legacy. You're leaving something behind. And I think what a lot of people don't realize, legacy means so much more than that now to folks. And, 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 and the true definition of legacy is what you leave behind regardless if it's money or thoughts or deeds. And I truly believe with all my heart that you are building a legacy and any person listening to this podcast is building a legacy, good or bad. And those decisions that you're making long after you're a cliff note, long after you're dead, are still going to perpetuate themselves 
good or bad. And I learned that and, and been learning that since I was very young. I was very much a young man on a rudderless ship. And, you know, I didn't have a lot of guidance growing up. Uh, my dad was hard on me, and I can't say that he was hard on me in the right way. And I found myself, after graduating high school, with very little to no direction, uh, no understanding of what to do, where to go. And uh, I became very, uh, you know, they had the old saying that idle hands are the devil's plaything. And I became that guy. I became very volatile, very violent, very quick to anger, very quick to hurt people. Um, I felt like as a man that I had to be macho and I had to show my prowess and make sure everybody in the room knew that I was tougher than they were. And I didn't understand even what being a man was about. And I didn't understand that the legacy at that time that I was building was a horrible legacy that perpetuated anger, bigotry, violence, ignorance, and so addiction. And so... As that life began to unfold, a phenomenal thing happened. I met a girl. <laughs> I met a beautiful blue-eyed girl. And I fell in love. And 23 years later, we're still on this adventure together. And the best decision I ever made was to, to decide I'm going to be a man. I want to build a legacy. I want to do something great. And so knowing her, I knew, okay, well, the drugs have to go. I can't be violent, you know, if I'm going to keep this woman. And I always thought, and I still think, my, my wife is my hero today. If you, if anyone were to ask me, who is your hero? My first person that, that comes out of my mouth is, uh, my wife. I feel like she's the one who should be on this podcast talking about legacy, talking about persevering through hardships. But she and I were both very broken people. And so our, our, the beginning of our marriage was very, <laughs> very turbulent, to say the least. We kept hammering at it. And then something else beautiful happened. We had my first daughter. And, and when my wife was pregnant with her, I knew that I had to really change. I had to discover what it was going to be like for a man to be a man. Because now I had a child with me that was going to look to me to show her how to live life. And that terrified me, brother. It scared me to death. So immediately I went into counseling. You know, I'm in my 30s, and at my 30s, I'm still picking guys up off the ground and throwing them up against the wall. I'm still getting in brawls. I'm still fighting. I'm still rageful. And I'm like, I've got a baby coming. I can't be this man anymore. He is not good enough to move on to the next level in life. Now, a lot of people will stay right there. They'll be so stubborn and say, this is how I was raised, and this is those, those, that rhetoric is no excuse, and you're not moving forward in life at all if you keep going back on those old crutches for you. And so I knew that, and right away I just started to dive into self. I started to grow. I started to pray. I started to fast. I started to meditate. I started to do everything that I could, read and consume as much knowledge, because honestly, in life, I grew up with no mentors. I had no one to go to or talk to. The only person about life I had to go to was my wife. When we moved home from Florida, a beautiful thing happened in that a man by the name of Perry Sanders came into my life. And this man had such a simple dynamic in him. He's the one who really taught me about legacy. 
He's the one that taught me about how my life, the decisions that I make every day, are bringing forward and moving forward on a massive level. And that the love and the care and the grace that I pour into my children, they will so do to their children and them and so on and so forth. You can build a legacy that's a financial one. You can make billions of dollars, but I'm telling you, your children or the next generation can squander that money that you sought so hard to build in, in, in less than a year. And there's so many pitfalls that that kind of money brings into people's lives, and if they're not well-rounded, it does more harm than good. But I learned that a legacy of love and a legacy of caring for people, no matter what mire and muck they're in, continues to perpetuate itself long after I'm done and forgotten. And so that set me on fire to build and to do things in my life in such a way where I'm always focusing on that notion or idea of legacy. I believe that you have several different kinds of legacies. Obviously, we talk about the first one, financial legacy. That's what people think of right away. And then you have a mental legacy, things that you allow into your own mind that perpetuate themselves and continues to go through your mind and produces out your mouth and produces the actions that you do. If you're constantly focusing on negative things and you're constantly just bringing people down, you will continue to perpetuate that forward, and that's your legacy. And then, or you can be filling your mind with good things and constantly trying to learn and grow and expand yourself and become a better person all the time. And that builds a legacy. You have a physical legacy, what you're doing for your body. Um, I myself here lately have, um, I was a person that ran every day. I used to jog every day. I used to lift every day. Um, when I first met my wife, I was in martial arts, very deeply in the martial arts. I fought. Um, I did fairly well. Loved it. And then uh, just in the last probably 10, 15 years, my body just decided, you know, <laughs> you're done, Michael. <laughs> and I've been fighting that. And so that physical legacy that I was pushing myself all the time, I've had to pay the piper. I've lost two tendons in my legs. I At times I have to walk with a cane. Um, I have ruptured discs in my neck and my back. These are things from a very active, <laughs> very rowdy life. Um, and that's a legacy that I have to live with. So you have a physical legacy, and that's one thing that I'm trying to whip right now. I haven't got it all together, but I want to get back to do things and help my body. Um, there's a lot of challenges that I have. A lot of people listening right now, you have a lot of challenges, but I want to encourage you physically. I know you may not be that, you know, the magazine cover, but guess what? Neither are they, and you want to build a legacy for your body so you can be around for your grandkids. So that's a legacy that you can leave is your physical legacy. And then you have a your work legacy. That's the thing that we all think about is our dream. That thing we want to do for a living. That thing that we want to do all of our lives. That dream. That thing that we want to give society or give our family, do for ourselves. Whether it's, you know, you want to, you know, you want to go to college and, and you want to focus on this study because this is what you're wanting to do. It, that is your legacy within your life labor. And that legacy can be good or it can be bad also. And then you have the legacy of love that you pour into your family. I know a man that raised his son constantly in a negative manner. He did nothing but beat on him, both physically and mentally. And it took that young man a lot of years to be able to heal from that. And so, therefore, that father had poured a legacy into that young man that was so negative 
that it kept moving forward onto a whole other generation. So legacy, when you look at it and you break it down, is a much bigger thing than what we realize and what we understand. And we have to be passionate about it, and we have to be intentional about it, because life is so short. It was only yesterday I was holding my child for the first time in my hand. A brand new baby, healthy, in my arms. She's 15 now. She's 15. She has blue hair. She's awesome. She's one of the coolest people that I've ever met. She's one of my best friends in this world. My younger daughter. Yesterday, she's in my arms. I've watched her dance in front of 5,000 people. 10,000 people. She's growing up. She's doing things. She's getting ready to move on with her life. That time was so short. So I knew that I had to be intentional about how I was going to raise my children because I want them to be well-rounded people. Legacy. Right there. In the words we speak, legacy. Right there. Legacy is everywhere we look. Look, you're where you're at in the town that you're at. You can look and see the buildings that were built. And some of them are from the 20s. The people who built those things, the guys who laid that brick, the lay, laid the block, who put the concrete out, they're probably long gone. They're probably not even, they're taking the dirt now. <laughs> but in that endeavor that they were doing, they were building a legacy, and now you get to enjoy it. That's it. And so it's, it is, it's in all aspects in our life. And I knew you'd be passionate about this this subject. You're doing a great job. What a great definition and expounding on this finance, health, love, and believing this legacy. But I do want to put on our, our construction backup alarm. Uh, you you said earlier that if you're reading legacy, whether it's good or bad, you know, I, I usually think of legacy in a positive thought process. And right. yet what you're saying is true, and I, like you, I, I came, my family has got some violent past in it, and I, I chose that for a little while, short time in my late teen years, uh, knocking holes in walls, kicking doors oh, yeah. down, you know, just rage and, and, and hate that I have to admit that, but, but it did, it's part, part of, part of my older legacy, uh, but I definitely want to turn my life around, and I had the opportunity to refer to one of my cousins one time, I said, man, listen, our family puts an emphasis that being bad is good. And it's mm-hmm. not. Being bad is not no. good. It, 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 no. We need to change that. At least for my family, I want to change that legacy. Wow. Yeah, and it wears you out, too. Oh, my gosh. Because then you got to prove to everybody that you're bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. you got to prove to everybody that you're tough all the time. And I'm telling you, I, I, I got to meet a couple students that Bruce Lee actually taught. Some of these guys are still around out there. And I, I got to meet guys who were in aware of it before it was a, a normal thing. You know, you know, people seeing it on the Internet now. That's how it dates me, man. <laughs> before the Internet, you know, you actually had to talk to people face to face. And uh, I, I met some really tough people. And what I what was so healthy about that was, oh, my gosh. These guys would whip me so fast I couldn't even see straight. Here I'm thinking out on the street I'm tough, and here in this room I'm dead mean. And so having to be tough, or having to be the toughest one, or the meanest guy, or the whatever your your brand is, is it will wear you out, and it can kill you. And so I, I realized after a while, you know what? I'm doing nothing but just hurting people, hurting people's feelings. 
I'm also not doing something that's essential to life, which is networking. We call it networking now, but back in the old days, they called it making allies. And it's rough when you're in the battle of life and you have no allies because you're so negative. You're constantly putting people down. And when you're alone and you need help and there's no one out there willing to reach a hand to help you out, that's a very lonely place. And I've been there. And so I realized I need to build a legacy in the lives that I touch, people that I meet, people that I talk to. Just in 2018, we had here three people at different times attempt suicide on our staff. And with my counseling background, man, I just reached out to those people. And I had one of them tell me, you know, in this time of me being down and out, no one wants to be there for me. And what I watched and I experienced in this moment of actually loving that person and, and considering that person to have worth and that person to be a legacy for me, that the things that I say to them is going to be speaking life to them. And if I could tear, I can take this moment to either tear them down, which is going to build a horrible legacy for them, or I can build them up. And what that guy did was he got so inspired by that kind of care for him and the idea of every day building that legacy that he said, you know what, I'm turning my life around. I've been building this bad legacy in my mind so much, and I've been struggling with depression so much, and I've been feeding my anxiety, and I've feeding my fear so much. I'm going to start feeding myself with positive things. And he regained, you know, friendships, and he regained relationships that were important. And he started to build his life up. And now he's starting his own business. And these great phenomenal things are happening to him. And that's the beautiful thing about a positive legacy. A good legacy brings you peace. It brings you joy. It makes life easier to live because it's hard anyway. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's huge. <laughs> so what you're hearing from Michael here is, is we, we have some sort of energy. And we could use that energy for, for negative, like like both of us did in the early years, we can use a positive, and man, building this positive stuff up is going to enhance your life like you can't believe. If you're listening and, and you're considering suicide, stop. Please don't do stop. that. You know, yeah. give, give life a chance. You've got work. Yeah, you've got work. If you think nobody loves you, you're wrong. I love you. You know, don't do this. You've got work. And, and there's so many people that, that want to help. You know, ask for help. Mm-hmm. Give them permission to help you. Like that's what yeah. we've got to get where people are not, you know, uh, so tied up and locked up where they can't ask questions, can't ask for help. Don't be too proud to ask for help. We all need help. We all need each other. As Michael alluded to, that, that whole networking thing, having people to help you in your times of need, you're going to have times of need, no matter how wealthy you are, no matter how big your, your uh, health is, how, how strong you are. There's going to be a point in life where you need help. You need to accept it and, and ask for it. Get someone permission to help you. you know, Absolutely. So you've already kind of alluded to it, but, but how are you? I know you're doing it because I hear it. But how are you building your legacy? What what, what should you tell our listeners that you're doing intentionally to, to make it happen? Well, for, if you if you're listening to this and you're saying, "Hey, look, you know, this is what you know what I want to do with my life. I want to build that legacy. I see it." Um, the first thing I'm going to tell you is you're going to fail. <laughs> and it's just like anything else, you know, a baby never learns how to walk when you're talking. You know, they're growing into that toddler stage and they fall all the time. 
but eventually they're up and walking before you know it, you know. And and that's the way it was for me, you know. It's it's a learning process. You're not going to be on top of it all the time. Like for me personally, I worked for non for profits for a long time because I was trying to figure out how to change my life. And so I, I so starkly changed my life that I started working for non for profits because I wanted to do something different, you know, than what I was given. What I didn't realize was I was, you know, not building a financial legacy. So yeah, I built a pretty strong spiritual le- legacy, which I fail at, or and a mental legacy, which I also fail at, but I keep trying. That's the key essential thing. For me, um, my biggest challenge right now is financial legacy. What am I leaving back behind for my kids? I'm not there yet. You know, I'm not in that place where I can say, I have built a, I am building. And so being intentional is the first thing. Also, prioritizing and executing is another thing that's very important. You need to write down a list of where you feel like you're falling short. And then prioritize what's the most important. Because when you look at it at a broad it's a little overwhelming and daunting. You're like, oh my gosh, you know, this self-improvement. I don't, I just want to build such a powerful legacy. I want my kids, you know, at the end of my days going, I'm going to miss that person because they brought so much value into my life. But because I love them and honor them, I want to live like they did. And you want to build a life like that. It's a huge, huge vision. So prioritize and execute. For me, Right away, it was character issues. I just, like I said, I was violent. I would pop off. There would be someone on the, literally, there would be someone on the floor, and I wouldn't know how they got there. I was the person who put them there. And I was such a knee-jerk reaction to me to be violent because of the way that I was raised. And so, that rage, I had to work on. So I had to prioritize. And for me, the beginning of that was, reading a lot of stuff about anger, reading a lot of stuff about self-control, and, and then getting counseling. I went in and, and put myself in a place to get counseling right away. And still to this day, things will happen, and my mind will be like, oh, like, an, like a grizzly bear, right away, ready to do something. And I have to take the lessons that I've learned, and you know what, though that might be my knee-jerk reaction. That's not what I'm going to do. I validate the thought when I move forward. And that's a process no matter what it is, whether it's addiction, whether it's you buying stuff that you don't need. Um, I know people that I love very much that are always getting things they don't need. So if you're wanting to build a financial legacy, though I am a huge Harley Davidson fan, maybe that's not the right choice for you. Maybe the bass boat, the camper, and all these things you think you need, well, honestly, the things you need is to be able to keep dry, have a place to lay your head, stay clothed, and stay fed. And that's what you need. And so if you're going to build a financial legacy, you need to start there. And it's just very simple. The keys to success to anything have not changed for a millennia. Prioritize, execute. Prioritize, execute. Prioritize, execute. Yeah, and it is a huge mountain. Any any ambitious idea, any ambitious legacy, is huge, and it, and it can seem unsurmountable. But you got to start. You got to take that first step and climb that mountain, grab that first ledge and pull up, yeah. and keep going. Nothing yet, as the old saying goes, Rome wasn't built in a day. Sometimes, right. you know, all these successful people, 
and we think, man, I don't think I could ever do that. But they got started right. small. Don't, don't think they, they just jumped overnight success. It, it, they, it appears that way because they came into your awareness overnight. But they've been working at it for years and decades. And, and I like to talk about right. even a, a local legacy. So volunteer in your local high school. Volunteer at your yeah, local absolutely. church. Get out there. Get, you don't have to do something on a national level to start with. No. Start local. Build a local legacy. Absolutely. Man, Michael, I appreciate the phone call today. You, you have just been inspiring for us. Give us a lot of, I a lot of information that. to use in life. How can our listeners get it, get a hold of you, reach out to you? I know LinkedIn's a place. What else? How else can I get a hold of you? Yeah, so simply on LinkedIn. So my my name is spelled funky, so it's M-I-K-E-L. Um, on, uh, so you can find me that way on Facebook. I'm just simply Michael Bowman. Um, on LinkedIn, uh, or uh, uh, Instagram, I am Michael Bowman243. And I'm building a YouTube channel also that's um, Legacy Builder. And they, they made me put a number on there. It's so weird. So Legacy Builder 2121, and um, where you can see a lot of my videos. Um, and I'm going to continue to be piling those on and piling those on. I'm a little bit behind because I just started the YouTube channel, but I'm going to keep going. And then I'll start doing webinars on YouTube also, so it'll be exclusively uh, there on that channel. And, and um Man, you see me out and about in the airport or wherever, say hi. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, y'all look for Michael out there. He's out and about. Listen to our listeners. I'm going to add Michael's contact information and, and what he described there in, in the podcast description. So look for that. And get a hold of him. Find him. See him out there making it happen. This podcast will air on January 28th. So there's still a few days left to take advantage of our DISC 2020 20% offer. So what that is, you're going to get 20% off of one of our DISC profile assessments or a DISC profile assessment with a debrief would be, so go to the website, www.buildcs.net, look in our services, find the DISC, get, get one of those in your card, either the assessment or the assessment with a debrief, and you're going to get 20% off. That's only through the month of January, so only a few days left here. Please consider being a guest on the podcast. So we do have that on our website as well. Be a guest of the podcast. You'll fill out some information so we can understand what you're passionate about. If you know someone, fill it out for them. I'll get in contact with them. We'll see if they can be a guest on the podcast. Listen, I appreciate every one of you. I thank Michael for his time today. Remember to build yourself and build others. Thank you. Want to learn how to build yourself and build your team? Visit www.buildcs.net and learn about Brian's programs, special offers, and more. Build yourself and then build others.